an individual um, or an institution has the exclusive right to determine the use of and dispose of particular assets. And do we accept that doesn't work? Yeah, no, I don't think that is a good okay. model of we agree. ownership. We agree. We agree. <laughs>
Don't accept that anything that I own, a car, has impact on others. It, 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 the, the fumes that are exposed, the, the, the wear and tear of the roads, everything that I own um, has impacts on other people as well. And therefore, all I'm saying to you is you have to be held accountable. Unless we do this, how are we going to deal with, with, with damaging the environment? Well, I think that there has to be a balance between, you know, the individual's rights and society's like rights, their rights and responsibilities to society. So um, I don't think we should be able to punish people basically for all the decisions that they make about what they consume and their private lives. Um, but I do think that as a society collectively, we should all have input into the decisions that are being made about our collective resources. So I'm, I'm not talking about punishing, but I'm talking about holding people to uh, the big distinction between us is this. I'm, I'm talking about a system based on obligations, not rights. I'm not well, no, yeah, I agree with that. I think that is a that is a disagreement because I think rights are very, very important. Yeah. And that um, I do argue for this distinction between responsibility and accountability, whereby there's a difference in enforcement. Accountability is, a, you know, a formal structure whereby people can hold other people to account using mechanisms of enforcement, whereas responsibility is something that is relational and it is, you know, based on decisions that an individual makes to hold the, you know, welfare of other people to account. And I don't think that's something that something that we can or should enforce. So, so you're, you, you've got a, 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 and the split between obligations and responsibilities I don't accept at all. And, and accountability and responsibility, I think, isn't real. Just, and I'm not trying. I just no, that's it, perfectly fine. I don't, I'm, I'm I don't very happy to have that no, as a, a, a fundamental point. I, 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 yeah, I don't think that, that's real. But I think unless we build a society where it's about obligations, um, and I recognise that I'm accountable to everybody for everything that I do, uh, we're not going to sort out the problems. That human rights is the problem, because it, human rights is about me. It's about, I've got these rights, and I, and I don't care about others, because it's fundamentally selfish. Yeah, I think that's a fairly profound difference that we have, because I really do fundamentally believe that human rights are very important, and we should actually be much more rigorously enforcing those rights. Okay, go on. I was going to say, I'd love to get into this a little bit more. And I think, to be honest, the, the whole human rights thing is fascinating. And it's something that absolutely we should get into. I'm thinking for another episode. That's Good what idea. I'm thinking. Maybe you can even come I back, Grace, because it's idea. been brilliant. Um, um, just before we wrap it up, to, to bring it back to sort of the financial side, because, of course, this was all about inflation and stuff. Um, I wanted to ask just one question, and we'll try and make it as quick as possible. But why do banks create money? The answer is, uh, it's crazy, but they, they literally um, don't need deposits, they don't need reserves. Banks literally magic up money. It's a crazy system, uh, and banks do it for their own purposes. What you raise is a fundamental problem, that, that we allow banks to literally do whatever they want. They're not accountable to everybody, and they are uh, a big cause of the problems that, that we have, because they're inflating property prices, they're inflating financial assets, financialization. The book that Grace has written, I'm sure, touches on the fact that the banks and financialization is a lot to do with, with the way the banks operate. And, and retail price inflation is also to do with... So this concept of the banking sector is... We haven't got time to... No. But it's central to how one deals with inflation problems. Because unless you start to get the, the banks accountable for, for people and, 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 and nature, we're not going to resolve the problems with inflation. Absolutely. Grace, some final thoughts about that from you? Yeah, so, you know, banks do have this power to create money. It's given to them basically by the central bank. This is um, a, it's a, a public good, basically, the right to, to create money uh, by determining the allocation of, of credit. 
um, and we allow the private financial system to control that right on our behalf in order to maximize their profits. Um, and I think this is another case where um, a, a public democratic model of finance would be infinitely preferable to this one based on private ownership and the private determination of, of where investment is allocated because you know, the allocation of investment is such a critical thing in determining the way that society develops. It is basically about, you know, where credit is allocated determines what kind of future we have. It determines what investments we um, we see uh, brought to bear. It determines um, which individuals, which businesses survive and which ones fail, which states are able to grow more quickly, which communities are able to grow more quickly. So it really does determine the kind of parameters and the contours of the world in which we live. Um, and it does make sense to have democratic oversight over the way that those decisions are being made. And currently they are being made privately for private profit. Well, listen, guys, we are out of time, but thank you very much because it's certainly been a really interesting discussion. So thank you very much for your time. And I'm sure the conversation will continue in the comments as well. And remember that if you are enjoying the uh, Five Masters series, then please do subscribe because there's going to be a lot more very informative and interesting discussions to come, and there already have been. Thank you so much once again to Grace and also to Philip, of course, and hopefully we'll see you next time here on the Five Masters series. Mm -hmm.